0: are you in a leadership role trying to figure out how to convince others to change their mind have you ever wondered why is leading and influencing others so darn hard are you looking for practical answers to these two vital questions if so welcome to my podcast closing the gap with denise cooper i'm your host denise cooper and i am a storyteller i interview thought leaders and people just like you who are learning and practicing the art and expanding on the science of leadership. Listen, as my guests and I talk about what it takes to be a remarkable leader in the 21st century. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are. I wish you good day. Greetings and salutations. Thank you again for tuning in to my podcast. I'm excited today to talk about All here every day, we go to libraries and bookstores and we listen to podcasts and they all tell us that there is, you know, three things that need to be done, two things that need to be done. Just do these five things and everything will be fine, whether it's running your business, it's overcoming a challenge in your life, or it's trying to create a culture in your business and trying to figure out how do I build upon what I've already created so that it's better and better every day. If you listen to my podcast before, you know I talk often about if we can get 1% better every day, just 1%, one small step that moves us towards our goals, then we can close the gap. And what I hope today is that together with my guest, Carolyn Colleen, who is a consultant and thought leader for Case Western Reserve University, and she's also in the exchange, uh, exchange program. And that that was an initiative that was built upon appreciative inquiry within a large organization. She's going to share with us today how we can just take one small step, two small steps, step after step, until we are able to close the gap. So I want to welcome today Carolyn Colleen. She was born and raised in the Midwest and is a self-described fierce mother, daughter, sister, and friend. While her past has had a permanent stamp on her life, it really doesn't define her. She's moved past her trauma and abuse that has positioned her to leverage and develop the grit so that she can serve other women who want to transform their lives, too. If you want to read more about her story, you can do so by reading her book, Fierce, Transform Your Life in the Face of Adversity, Five Minutes at a Time. And with that, let me introduce you all to Carolyn Colleen. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Thank you. I think that this is going to be a really unique opportunity for my listeners to hear from someone who created a process and has shared it with hundreds of women all over, how you can move one step closer to the goals and the life and to happiness that you so richly deserve. Mm -hmm. So let me start this conversation with Talk to me a little bit about appreciative inquiry. Mm -hmm. What is that? And how is that different than everything else kind of out there? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yes, yes. The study
1: of appreciative inquiry and positive psychology was founded by Dr. David Cooper writer about 30 years ago. And his research has continued to show and grow ways for leaders to Challenge the status quo in the way that we the way that we problem solve, mm-hmm. the way that we look at issues, the way that we look at change and strategy and conversation. And appreciative inquiry is really I don't know if you've heard of this concept per se with using a red ink pen. So when you hmm. turn in a paper, yeah, traditionally there's a red ink pen that marks what's wrong. You take that red pen and those marks, and you go back and you correct them. Yeah. The concept—just one example behind this appreciative inquiry—is you know, what if you, what if we used a blue pen instead of a red pen, and how about you circle what was right instead of what was wrong, Mm -hmm. and and focus in that. Mm -hmm. And through this research, we found that students exponentially succeeded by tapping into the appreciative the appreciative side compared to the opposite yeah and so that's just one example of the move and the change potential now think when you take when you take something like that and move it into organizations and into workplaces Mm -hmm. and rather than saying when you come into when you come into a strategy meeting or like a board meeting or whatever meeting that you might regularly have with your team right and and maybe challenge the way that you ask the question rather than, all right, everybody give your update as to what, what issues you're re- realizing in your departments this week. What if you challenge the way that the words in the conversation, you come to the table and you say, Hey, I'd really love for us to take a moment, each of you, just two minutes and jot down a story from this week where you shown up as a leader and you felt empowered. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna have all of you go ahead and write that down. What was it? And then we're going to share. We're gonna share. Give me a story this week. Where did you feel empowered? Where did you feel leader as a you know strong as a leader? And you know what? Who from your team did you see maybe step up as a leader as well? Mm-hmm. So give mm-hmm. me a story. Mm-hmm. And through storytelling, through appreciating others, appreciating the strengths in yourself,
0: mm-hmm.
1: leaning into a conversation to maybe have a new lens. Mm -hmm. around how you might look at a challenge, how you might look at what is called an issue, or maybe you can flip it into an opportunity.
0: Yes, yes, I like that. I like Mm -hmm. that because I think I I often say that our brains are heat-seeking missiles for what's wrong. Mm -hmm. It's wired to figure out where danger is lurking all around us, but it takes effort to shift our brain and have it focus on things that are working well. You know, it's particularly in, in my business, oftentimes I'm working with high achievers, high performers, and they all have an A- minus personality is what I call it. Right? So They're always looking at that little dash that says you didn't quite make it. And what was it can do 99 things right. The only thing they focus on is the one thing they could have, should have, would have done better out of it. And it just draws down on their energy. It keeps them from rising above the challenge. And so I love this idea of starting meetings with appreciating and and focusing on the positive. Carolyn, before we got on here, you and I talked about the fact that the World Economic Forum has said that it'll take 257 years before women achieve equality, which basically is a nice way of saying we're not on the path to getting there. (laughs) <laughs> and and most diversity inclusion and equity belonging programs really focus on what is wrong, why someone owns a system that is broken. And I am like you, I would rather us say, you know what, we are where we are. How do we build upon this? So it's really about building cultures. It's about building upon your culture, it's about hiring people who add to and more generative. In their nature. But as I think about that 257 and, equi- and women achieving e- um, equality and equity, I think about the women who right now, you know, if we look at where the 20 fastest growing jobs are, they're in jobs that are traditionally women and they're low paid low-wage jobs. And they're trying to take care of families. Sometimes it's just children. Sometimes it's just themselves. Sometimes it's a parent. Sometimes it's a grandparent taking care of their grandchildren because things just happen. Sometimes they find themselves isolated because they've been abused. One in four women have been abused. One in three men have been abused, I think, are the numbers. And so when that happens, you don't feel like there's a way. Can you begin to talk about how we can use this idea of appreciative inquiry, this work in terms of how do we just see a way mm-hmm. instead of seeing what's in the way? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really, I enjoy this question. And, and, and thank you for making the space to honor those who are struggling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: With using an exchange approach and looking at this very big topic, First, I feel it's starting with self, because as we start with self, and then once we can start with self, then we can, then we can start to look and and see the community and how we might be able to help the community as well. Then once we've gotten to that next evolution, then we're poised to be able to help the world.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But it breaks down to, to self Mm -hmm. flipping the script and challenging the way and the questions to ask yourself. And, there, and, and why I say this is in working with women specifically, looking at the, the gifts and appreciating what those are. Now, I went through this exact kind of process as I was looking back on my very short lifetime and, and all the adversities that I've experienced. And when you sit, you know, now you could sit and say, you know, these are the, I, I've been through a lot, and I'm just going to sit right here, and I'm going to I'm going to be in this space, and 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 that's it. And it's and, and it's everybody else, everyone else's issue, and the reason you know I, I could look at I could come from that lens,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and no one would blame me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But then there's yep. also an opportunity of what if, what if I could take what happened to me. In order for it to happen for me and flip the lens. Yeah. What if, and I'm not saying, you know, adversity and hardship and abuse and all those things were right. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. I'm saying, how do you flip your perspective in which to uh, look at it from a new lens of having inquiry, curiosity, Mm -hmm. and in order to appreciate the things that our strengths have pulled out of it. Mm-hmm. For example, as a woman, and in our female energy, we have this beautiful and innate ability to juggle a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Multitasking. Multitasking. You know it. We've got the laundry going. We've got the groceries on order. We've got a little bit in the kitchen. We've got the kids running around. We've got the phone call. We've got the everything, right? We can juggle it around and we can do it with a smile. That is one of our beautiful gifts. <laughs> and what I say to women is, you know, think about that. Think about you've got your job. You might have kids you might have you know if you don't have children you might have animals you might have somebody else's children yeah. you might have you know, have to pay the bills you have to do the laundry the cooking you know all these things to, to just kind of manage your life leaning into those powers appreciating that you know how to do that and you can do it well what kind of job does that equate If you'd like if you're looking to maybe you know, move your career forward. Maybe you're looking to increase your income. Maybe you're looking to create another business or jump into entrepreneurialism. Right. From all those things I just suggested that you do every day, Mm -hmm. how can you appreciate the things that you do? Give honor to yourself. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, when you sit down and think about that, being a multitasker, you're also a strategist. Mm -hmm. We're able to go from point A to point B and get all the other things done in between efficiently, effectively, saving time and money. That's a strategist right there. Right. And so when you're able to step back and and, and, and appreciate the qualities that you do have that you might not have noticed or, or, or given props to, you're able then to say, hey, you know what? Yeah, I did do that. and Actually, I am quite good at it. Mm-hmm. And it's actually kind of fun. Mm-hmm perhaps you should start looking for career changes or career additions like you say, add-ons that you can offer in your workplace. Perhaps you already have a job that you love, but you're looking to maybe see that next career move within your organization. Well, you know what you're really good at seeing a need fill a need. You're going to add that to your side you know your side resume to say, yeah, I might not know everything about this job because what happens is that a man will apply for a job where they qualify for 60%. Women won't apply for a job that they're looking for unless they feel they qualify a hundred percent. Right. Yeah, yeah. So challenging that, appreciating the gifts that you you have
0: already, adding it to that and jumping forward. Yeah, and I think the you know the key is one of the keys in that. So we talk about what's the first step. So the first step is really re writing a different story about your life. And instead of what you don't have, really looking at, well, no, wait a minute, I can do this and this and this and this, and I pull it together and I make sure it happens. Not looking at, you know, you know I, I I will coach women, I will coach anybody that says that performance is really based on an 80% model. It, most of the time we do 80% very, very well, but we keep focusing on that 20%, which is not, is good enough or not good enough. And we we, we think that we have to make that 100%. When our energy, the way things are, the fact that you have unknowns in your life, you cannot predict 100% of the time what it's going to be. So performance is really 80%. But the other piece I want to highlight is, what you said is, once you begin to have this different conversation in your head, once you write this new story, you do have to find the courage to own the story. Mm. Because I've got to own it enough to be able to put it on a piece of paper that says it's a resume. Mm-hmm. I've got to own it enough to have a conversation with my boss for a bo- or for a raise. I've got to own it to say, "Oh, wait a minute! I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to step out and figure out how I'm going to do this, and I can be successful." So, in that, I often say it's first looking at what it is that you have, what can you move forward on, but then you've got to make a hard decision, and the hardest decision is learning to own it. Mm-hmm us from your life and the work that you've done with other women. How did you own your story? Did you just wake up one day and Woo, I'm paralyzed. <laughs> 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 <And> I'm paralyzed. <laughs> oh
1: absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, you know, it it's it's an evolutionary process.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and it's it's bit by bit, you know, we were talking about this right away when we started the call, like five ways to be this or that or whatever. And, and quite honestly, it's five ways that might work today, but they might not work tomorrow because mm. who you were yesterday as you're continually growing is this new perception, this new outlook. Your eyes have opened a little bit more. Yeah. And those five ways that worked yesterday might not work today and you need another five. Right. And so it's a continuous evolution. And as over the years of, of actively being open, to peel open the layers I've been able to evolve and Mm -hmm. grow Mm -hmm. and and I feel that that is the key Mm -hmm. is specifically okay someone saw this in me I may have sat down with a mentor like yourself and and you said hey Carolyn you need to you're this is where you are and 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 I could Previously, I'd look at that 20% and try Mm -hmm. to, you know, focus on that. But as I move forward, I can start to focus on the really the strengths and that 80% and making and cultivating that. Mm -hmm. So just like a garden, when you plant seeds, some seeds grow faster than others when you focus on them. And so that is what I feel and how I got to where I am is flipping the script, Mm -hmm. focusing on what I appreciate What And and, because what you appreciate appreciates Mm -hmm. and in growing that muscle, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: focusing on those strengths, because then the strengths, as you elevate those, then the so-called weaknesses also elevate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They they just get better or they diminish in their impact on you. Exactly. Um, Or you can outsource them. (laughs)
1: Like, you know. (laughs) Yes.
0: We're not meant to do everything. Exactly. Especially when you, and if you don't learn that, you learn that in your business, Right. Brilliant. That they're just some things, no matter how smart you are, they're just not in your wheelhouse. And you really and that is a point of giving to someone else. I want to talk a little bit about receiving mm. and the gift of receiving. Was it hard for you to learn how to receive?
1: Oh, definitely. Why? The first answer when I was at the very beginning of my development uh, of realizing and opening my eyes, the first answer is I can do it myself. That's why.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and as i evolve as i grow and I, and I lean forward into the into the beauty that we are as women and as humans we like truly what it was is my worth i didn't feel that i was worthy of acceptance oh my that's deep mm-hmm. and so as i further dig and like we talked about earlier earlier opening up yeah. and accepting and learning more right the voice that i would tell myself that the talk that I would speak to myself was I'm not going to receive
0: because I don't, I don't deserve it. Right. That's, that's a tweet of a moment, as Oprah would say, right? Mm. Because how many of us go into, because we focus so much on the 20% that we don't do well, it just breeds a, a mentality a thought a, it. It's like a flower that grows in our brain that says I'm not good enough and I don't deserve. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we keep watering it every day, right? right? With all that 20% that we don't get right versus really appreciating the things that we do get right. And I see it in organizations all the time. And right now, because of the way the country is, you know, the massive deaths and killings of unarmed black women and men who are just living their life, as well as women who abuse all the time in the silent And the mental abuse that has happened because of us being locked away from each other for a year in Mm -hmm. COVID and quarantine. We don't want to talk about that, but it's that it's like fertilizer on that flower. Right. And it's really about growing a feeling of not being in control. Mm -hmm. As you think, as you go into organizations, and I'm sure you've gone in a couple of them that are doing these listening um, circles and, trying to hear what employees are talking about, trying to get these stories out. Much of the time I hear from leaders is we don't have time for that, our business is drowning, we can't figure it out. Mm -hmm. How can they do better? For those who are actually trying to listen and, and do this, how can they build upon the fact that they're willing to step out there, they're willing to hear? What's one thing they can
1: do? And that's the other thing is it can be done virtually that's the other thing is you can connect virtually is to create a safe psychological space. Mm. And in doing that is creating that, that connection, Mm -hmm. having generative questions around what really matters most Mm -hmm. to you as an individual. So that, and, and where, where, how does that relate to your organization? So when getting centered in that space of, you know, what bring what is really meaningful for to you for being right here? And when we talk about that within organizations, it connects those those employees, that staff, all, all, everyone in the room, to the reason it's important to be right in this room. What is the reason that is important for your work in your organization? Mm -hmm. And it really brings them back to that heart-centered space of getting out of your head and into your heart. And what it does is it lights a fire underneath the new mission of the organization. Mm -hmm. Because I need a reset. Like you just said, we've been cooped up. We haven't been able to have, you know, just even that water cooler conversation of connecting with someone. Mm -hmm. How do we get centered and reset and say, hey, you know what? Everything that we thought we knew comes right back to individual and that individual, how you're connected to your organization and how is that organization going to affect the world? Mm -hmm. Let's get right back to the mission and what it means to you right here. And how does that relate to you, your world, um, and and bring out those generative conversations? And that is how leaders can reset.
0: So what's a good generative question? I mean, what Mm -hmm. what would they start with? What's something tangible for them.
1: So when, you know, bringing these organizations together and, and and right away coming into what we call a purpose question. Mm-hmm. So a purpose question is like, I was just, just kind of sharing a little bit is what is the most meaningful to you being in this organization? What is mm-hmm. the most meaningful to you in your work? Share a story over the past six months where you experienced something very meaningful or transformational in your work. Mm-hmm. Think of the past year. Was there something that occurred or that you saw that gave you a new definition of humanity? Take Just take a look and reflect on that. Mm-hmm. Maybe take a moment to really think about, what was it, like even, even with all the changes that have happened in the past year, right. what's one thing that you have adopted in your world, be it home, a personal or professional life, That you will carry forward Mm -hmm. no matter what happens next. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so, like, for example, it's kind of it's kind of funny, but for me in the past year, something that I have adopted that I'm going to continue no matter what happens moving Mm -hmm. forward is I am the master of Instacart, home (laughs) delivery service.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Got it nailed down, right? Got it nailed. And what does
1: that do for me? That saves me time. Uh (laughs) It saves me money because I'm not going through the aisles, you know, picking up everything on the way. Right. right? So, you know, thinking of what is that? And and in some organizations and some employees might say, yes, I resonate with that. And some might say, "Hey, you know what? There is this project that we've been sitting on for five years. We haven't been able to get it going. And now we made it happen in a month. And as a team, I saw my team come together and we were brilliant. So moving forward, this is what we're going to do. We're gonna to come together and we're gonna dig up those things we've been sitting on that not only saves us money, saves us efficiency, but also brings us together as a team to brainstorm how to do this.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. I could talk to you for a long time because we you, you say it differently, but we say the same thing. Uh, how can people get a hold of you if they want to continue this appreciative conversation? Yes, I'd be honored. Uh,
1: they can find me at carolyncolleen.com mm-hmm. and they, it's C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-C-O-L-L-E-E-N.com. Mm-hmm. And then they can also reach out uh, as an email, carolyn at com. Okay.
0: Very good. Very good. So you've heard it here first, folks, you know, we're always talking about what is the How can we close the gap? And the first thing as you heard today was, first of all, it's identifying what's really working. Then from there, how can we build upon that? And the skill that you wanna learn is how to ask questions that are actually generative, questions that focus on the positive, but build upon and say, what can we do more of, less of, stop, start, change. And that way, if you take one step, one step, one step, small steps consistently done over time and you'll achieve amazing results thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today miss colleen (laughs) thank you you so much (laughs) all right you know the story if you like it share it if you don't share it because i promise it will generate a conversation that is both appreciative but also something that will help you close the gap and with that see ya Hey, that's a wrap. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart for listening to this podcast. Please leave comments below. I'd love to know what you're thinking. If you liked it, share it. If you didn't like it, share it because I guarantee it's going to start a conversation that will help you close the gap. I want to thank the C-Suite Radio Network for hosting my podcast. It is the largest network dedicated to the growth and development of leaders worldwide. I'd also like to thank Ivan G. Hall for the music that you are currently enjoying. Hey, check him out. He's really a great musician. And finally, I have two other requests. One is please, please, please leave a review on this, either on Apple or Google or wherever you get your podcasts. And the other is... Don't forget, please look up my book, Remarkable Leadership Lessons, Change, Results, One Conversation at a Time. It's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble in paperback, as well as Kindle versions. And with that, it's a wrap. Talk to you next week. Bye.